You're listening to Live Alive Podcast, a weekly dose of motivation right in your back pocket. I'm Jordan Johnson. And I'm Anissa Johnson. We're We're your hosts. hosts. Every week, we share thought-provoking conversations created to inspire you to bring the best version of you into everything you do. Think of us as the guide as you journey towards realizing your vision of successful and fulfilling life. Whether you're climbing the corporate ladder, building a business, or dreaming of being a stay-at-home parent, we're here to help you cultivate passion, purpose, and motivation in your everyday life. Hey, good people. All right. What's going on? Uh, Today, we're going to talk about our Thanksgiving story. Uh, No, I'm not going to give like some like nursery rhyme. I just, we just wanted to spend some time talking about the fantastic day that we had. Perfect. Perfect day (laughs) that we had on Thanksgiving. It's a better word. Um, I just feel like there was no rush whatsoever. Um, We were able to get up take our time doing the ceremonial cinnamon rolls, (laughs) um, traditional breakfast for us on the holidays. And there was just so much peace that filled each and every experience that we had moving from breakfast to lunch. I talked about not being rushed and we kind of just merged lunch and dinner into one. We decided to uh, do dinner for two Mm -hmm. versus the full big spread that you normally see and normally have surrounded and in a good way by so many other family and friends but we chose to just do us yeah this thanksgiving and i just felt like there was such a presence with that and i i feel like we got a chance to experience and feel so much love and also just being able to enjoy one another's company at each phase of the day and i feel like from cooking our T-bone steaks and mashed potatoes and salad was a little off typical Thanksgiving menu as well. So sort of that sort of sort of felt a little rebellious to it to a degree and being able to just rebel together in that sense and ultimately culminate into, you know, pie and whiskey for a nightcap. I just felt like every step we took was an opportunity to experience like love each other's fellowship and companionship and i felt like we we were both very busy people and it just felt like something that was so needed afterwards and we we both just keep raving about how how perfect that day was and how it made us feel yeah we didn't want the day to end and i think you know one of the things that you said jordan was it felt like we were like it was rebellious i feel like even just having just the two of us, you know, people would ask us, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Like, and we were just saying, oh, we're going to, you know, stay at the house and it's just going to be the two of us. And I feel like that even threw people off, even telling people that. But I thought that was the interesting part. One of the things that I feel like was so great about that day was that, you know, we weren't trying to live up to other people's expectations. We weren't trying to fit into the mold of what other people told us like Thanksgiving should be. Um, You know, ultimately it's just being around the people that you love, which obviously, you know, we love each other the most. So um, we got to just spend that whole entire uninterrupted day together. And I feel like it was just amazing. Yeah, I felt like rebellious is a good word. Also for me, free is a good word. I felt so free and light like I just felt like I was gliding about the day from breakfast to cooking dinner together 
So we were relaxing on the couch, watching some football together. Everything just felt really light and 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 free, just because it felt like there was no distractions. Like yeah. everything that really didn't matter, we chose to not have matter. Right. And that's not to say that the people we weren't able to spend time with didn't matter. We just chose to spend time this way in yeah. this instance of of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I think we were really intentional about it. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I feel like prior to a couple of weeks before when we decided what we were going to do for Thanksgiving and how it was going to look, um, you know, we set the intention that we just wanted to be together. We wanted to spend time with each other um, and, and in our home. And I feel like setting that intention and being really deliberate about you know, what did we want to eat? We sat down a couple of days before and we flipped through a cookbook that we have and picked out, you know, a, what we were going to make together. That was something that we wanted to do was to cook the meal together. And I just feel like everything, every step leading up to the day, we were really intentional about curating that time. And so when the day came, we were able to just kind of flow through um, and be in flow with each other and just be with each other because we had set that intention and anything outside of the intention just fell away. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like the, as part of Sentinel's intentions, I think we also grounded ourselves in certain vacancies of expectations. Mm-hmm. And kind of what I mean by that is like, we, I won't say we didn't have expectations. I think we expected to have a good time i think we expected to be able to be at peace i think we expected to enjoy each other's company but i thought about the t-bone steak that we were cooking which was kind of intense by the way <laughs> there was an intense about 15 <laughs> minutes of the day i mean the cookbook literally says like moving quickly move quickly <laughs> flip the steak to this side and put the butter in etc i mean so it was it was kind of like a high stakes situation like you don't want to ruin steaks you don't want to ruin Oh, oh man, let that breathe. <laughs> wow, that was unintended. That was a good one. That was unintended. Um, but it was a high stakes situation with this T-bone steak because you didn't want to waste the meat mm-hmm. that you paid for, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, and you didn't want to ruin our experience. But something about that, and I'm just using this for example, is why I'm kind of drilling in on it. There was an expectation in air in the room that just kind of felt like if it was ruined, that it was going to be okay. Like, and if it didn't turn out the way that we wanted it to, that it was going to be okay. And I think that's where I get the feeling of like freedom in that moment. I don't know that I've always given myself that vacancy and leniency with my expectations that it's okay to think like, man, I really want this to go well, but it's also okay to say that like, oh, I really want this to go well, but if it doesn't, that's, that's okay. Yeah, that's that acceptance. And I feel like the moment that in anything, whether it's, you know, curating your Thanksgiving day or a big project at work or whatever it is that you're trying to do, when you have kind of that moment where you just like breathe and Mm. let it go and then you move into doing, you move into activity, there is like a release of pressure and you just kind of move through it. You flow through it. I feel like acceptance is a big thing that, um, 
Eckhart Tolle talks about in his book, The Power of Now, how you accept the now, you live living in the moment and how like the whole premise of the book is, is literally living in the now and kind of learning and practicing how to be in the now. And one of the big pillars of that is acceptance. And it talks about like, once you have this moment of acceptance, that that is where the freedom comes from. That is where you can kind of like go into flow. And then if you do mess up or something does go wrong, you've already accepted it either way. You've accepted it if it was going to turn out well, and you've accepted if it if it wasn't. And so with that, there's that release of Jordan, you talked about expectation. Um, there's re- that release of the expectation and you just kind of get to enjoy the process of learning how to cook a T-bone steak. Yeah, yeah, knowing that you probably will get to go well but you might mess it up yeah yeah and i think being focused was one thing you we talked about you know the elimination of distractions from the day but even in the moment of cooking the steak i feel like we were very focused we had a plan it was like okay you're gonna flip the steak you're gonna put the steak in the oven i'm gonna wash this because we need to use it once the steak comes out of the oven and then we'll be ready to go it was all of about what 10 12 minutes to cook the steak if that yeah Yeah, so we were super prepared, though, of what was going to happen within those 10, 12 minutes and how how I was going to work and how Jordan was going to be working and what each of our roles were. And so that was probably the most intense moment of the day. And then we took the steak out, we let it rest, and Jordan cut the steak, and we realized it was, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. This this did (laughs) turn out well, if anyone was wondering. (laughs) It was very good. And I don't mean it turned out well as in the steak was well. Steak was medium rare. Yeah, which I've never successfully cooked a medium rare steak at home, so that was pretty cool. I wouldn't say I've ever, I've, 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 uh, ever successfully done it, and it was that delicious. This was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was really experience. good. But there's just there's there's a handful of specific things that I feel like really made the perfection of that day for us like possible, um, and I, and I think just being able to move at a pace that was unrushed was huge for me too i feel like you know i've talked about this on past episodes if like i rush around a lot like going from this to that and this to that i mean i feel like the bookends of that day just felt like there was there was nowhere that i necessarily had to be and there was nowhere that i was really sprinting from you know it was just void of just white space and what i mean white space for me like i use the word freedom again but like freedom to simply be and see and look and and hear and I feel like I have this amazing person beside me in you and Nisa and my wife and as my partner as a uh, as a as a friend as a um, experience um, ride or die person etc and like just being able to have non-rush time to look at you non-rush time to listen to you, non-rush time to joke with you, to laugh with you. I feel like that did a lot too for me. And I just go overly sentimental on this particular episode, but you know, you, you don't, I'd go as far to say that like, you know, when you, you know, rushing in the house from the gym and going to rush to get online for the computer to start my day for work when I see you in those moments, it's not the same as 
when I've come downstairs, I've made coffee, and I'm really just looking outside, seeing how fresh the day looks, anticipating you coming downstairs, and you come down those stairs, and I watch every step that you take, and then you turn that corner from the mantle, and you appear into our kitchen. That's not the same, and I think having time to do that, being intentional about doing that and creating a space for those types of I say views, but yeah, those views and experiences to take place. Like we we gave ourselves a really enriched soil for that day. And I think we didn't really care what grew, but it was without a doubt something was going to grow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really huge point, I think, in savoring the moments that matter and you know, letting everything else fall away. We didn't, you know, open up our laptops to do work that day. We didn't, you know, we weren't distracted by where, you know, somebody else was telling us that they wanted us to be. We were exactly where our feet were. And I think a lot of times in the day-to-day, in the hustle and bustle, in the rushing from one thing to the next, we forget to be where our feet are. We lose sight of our intention. And there tends to be in those moments in the rush, I think I think some of the friction and the disappointment comes from, you know, our minds being somewhere elsewhere than where our feet are. And, you know, wanting to or needing to or feeling like we have to get to you know, get back to some work or get to a meeting or uh, I don't know, any other myriad of things on your list that everybody else is telling you that you need to get done rather than just focusing on the main thing. You know, that saying, you got to keep the main thing, the main thing. I think that this day, this perfect day that neither one of us wanted to end was a perfect representation of just keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it really can be as as simple as that. Um, you know, and I think everyone's everyone's main thing is probably different. Uh, you know, and the reality of it is, I think that can be different in different moments too, because there's times where I think that you know to get things to shake out in some days the way that they need to shake out for us. We might be rushing. Like we might be late. We might have a lot to do. There might be more to do than there is time for. And we're just we're just trying to get it done. We're trying to do the best that we can. But that can't be every day. And I think we chose and decided that that wasn't going to be that day in particular. And so the main thing to me at least is like something that you know you just have to be conscious of in the scenario in that season um and know that once you've identified what the main thing is that you know you have to stick to it until it you know is no longer or has 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 passed and so that's just a bit of color that i want to add into that as well and you know talk and expand a little bit about um you know the main thing from my from my view Awesome. Um, Thank you for that. So I think we always want to, you know, leave you guys with 
some sort of takeaways with this. This was a little bit of a different episode and how we were able to, you know, just have kind of this, this again, perfect day that neither one of us wanted to and give you some reasons as to why we think that that day went the way that it did. But also asking the question of how can we create, recreate that day or micro moments of that feeling that we had in that day um, by kind of taking away the various aspects that we believe created that moment and that feeling. So um, Jordan, do you have a couple of takeaways for us? Yeah. um, You know, for me, one of the takeaways was, you know, creating space. I think, um, you know, clutter mentally or physically kind of makes that difficult for me to think about creating perfect days or creating micro moments where they're wonderful, loving experiences for me. It's removing some of the, removing some of the clutter. Yeah. Awesome. And Kind of to that same point, um, one of the things that I was thinking about was setting your intention. Um, Thinking about how you want to be, who you want to be in every day and in every moment is so powerful and much more fulfilling than, you know, detailing out this list and maybe that clutter (laughs) um, that of all the things that you need to do, just being really intentional about your time and your energy every day and in every moment. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. What else? Um, I think acceptance. Um, Mm. Acceptance and really just being where your feet are. Um, I, I put those two together because, like I mentioned earlier, I feel like a lot of the friction that we have in our minds and in our lives comes from not accepting where we are, of wanting to be either at the in the next task or in the next phase or in the next season, of just trying to get out of wherever we are. So I think acceptance and just being um, is really huge and taking that pressure off, just accepting like what is and being who you want to be and accepting the outcome regardless. So I think those are just a couple of things to think about as you move into what might be a busy season or if you're listening to this at a different time, if you are in a busy season, as you look at your life to just evaluate what areas might be taking peace away from you and what areas can you focus your intention? Can you accept where you are and remove the mental clutter um, that's going around in your head? Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that it leaves you feeling inspired to actively pursue your goals and live alive, whatever that means to you. If you enjoyed today's episode, tell us what you think by leaving a review. Reviews help more people like you discover the podcast. I'm Anissa Johnson. And I'm Jordan Johnson. We'll see you next time on Live Alive Podcast.